Uh, so I, I feel like every one of us could look as a leader and say, somebody, somebody guided us. Somebody supported us. Somebody may have even challenged us and challenged you and said, you know what? You can't do this. And they inspired you to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to prove that person wrong. Uh, so there's somebody in our life that we look at it and say, we are who we are today and the person we are today because of that inspiration. So I feel like the theory of life is giving back to that. And, and I know if people look at it logically and say, okay, what are the most important things in my life? I believe that you're going to have nine out of 10 people say, you know what? Yeah, well, health is really important to me. You know, I can't, if I don't have my health, you know what? Being a good husband or wife or spouse is important to me. You know, I, I, I can have a great marriage and a great, and, and have great fitness and, and a great business. But if my children aren't happy and they're suffering, I'm never going to feel complete. And, it, and then that spirituality, I feel like that's just what completes a person as an individual to, to realize, you know what? there's something greater than me. It's not about me. It's about we. I think uh, anyone who's been in a leadership for any length of time can see that there are certain people that come in, they come and they go, right? But there are some that come in and they grow. I've, I guess I've been in here long enough that I've seen ones come in as basically washing cars or a porter. Now they got their own dealership or mm -hmm. they're a general manager or, you know, and you just watch them from, you know, coming in and not knowing anything about this business. And, but they had to have had great mentors or people that uh, really took the time out for them and they had to be hungry. You know, it's, it's not going to just happen because they're just who they are, just they're there. It's going to happen because they want more for their lives. They want to be better. They want to expand where they, what they're, where they're going. And they're fortunate enough to have walked into somebody who saw that and said, you know what, let me take a few minutes. Let me try and then help, you know, uh, this person grow a little bit. Obviously, that's what happened with you. Well, David, you know what? What's great about this business is um, there's really only you know four or five steps from being the person that comes in, and if you're you know an operator or washing cars part time to running the dealership. Uh, and I've seen people in this industry that have had doctor's degrees and people that have had eighth grade educations that are running stores and doing very well. It's part of that passion and inspiration, and they they have street smarts. And they, they understood how to run a business and somebody took the time to teach them and coach them and mentor them. I love this business so much. Every child, every one of my children, I, I encouraged them to, to enter this industry and to be part of it. I didn't want them working with me on a day-to-day -day basis. I feel like you know, no matter if they did well, they would never get the credit and they wouldn't have a tough time looking at themselves in the mirror and say, did I do this because of me? But uh, I have one daughter that's still in it. She started in automotive retail, uh, worked for you know two dealerships and now on an auto uh, trader recruiter. So she's been in the auto industry now for 12 years. But this wow. is such a wonderful industry because you can be part of retail. You can be part of wholesale. You can be working with one of the vendors, being that it's an auto trader, Cox Automotive, one of the, you know, one of the Carfax, one of the companies. But Everybody, every one of our vendors want to 
hire somebody from automotive retail that does a great job that right. does a great job and stands out so there's so many different avenues if you enter this industry and the american public is infatuated with the auto industry they love to talk about this industry they they you can go anywhere when when you tell people you're part of the auto industry a conversation strikes up and they want to talk about it well i think that without the auto industry this our, our entire economy would grind to a halt oh absolutely we as a whole employ so many people generate so much money affects so many people's lives it cannot be ignored growing up you know it was not unusual for a house to have one car though a lot of times the the wife didn't drive and if the kids if they were driving they borrowed the car i mean you borrowed your parents car once we have some of your friends had their own but most people did not have their own car nowadays everybody's got a car oh yes. everybody drives everybody's got a car and that's why it's 17 million new cars a year being sold instead of 12 million cars a year being sold and, and then think of all the used vehicles being sold right i think it's like 40 million or something yeah. a year yes yeah, 40 to 50 million on, on the last 20 years it's somewhere between yeah, there crazy the, the auto industry is like it's it's that analogy of a pebble in, in a in a pond it is so true the auto industry might be the pebble but it's a ripple effect of the whole economy yeah i think it's more of a boulder that smashes into us <laughs> you, you might be right <laughs> i mean that is the impact that it has I mean, you think about, because I hate to say it, but the city I live in had a great Ford dealership and they didn't want to accommodate the dealership because of what Ford wanted them to do to build new, a new building, right? Mm -hmm. And so they moved into the next suburb and you're looking and, and you it, now where the dealership was, it's a ghost town. And then you look and say, how, first of all, you're an idiot. You lost all the tax dollars from every vehicle they sold. And how many people were affected of the small businesses in the community, the dry cleaner, the restaurants, the different where they would go to lunch and people would would be there for the car dealership and go there. And all of a sudden you just killed it. Yeah. You know, not that's just stupid. And on top of that, think of all the dealers you've met and the people you've met, the 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 charities they're involved in, the donations, they're involved in schools, they're involved in little leagues. I mean, pretty much every dealer group I know of is involved in some type of charity and contributing, not only in, in what we were just describing there, but also involved in giving back to the community. Right. Absolutely. Well, I could see you and I could sit here and talk for hours, which we'll have to do that sooner or later. I think that'd be a great time. Um, and I will tell you, I want to uh, thank you for years ago when I reached, when we reached out to each other on LinkedIn, for you taking the time and calling me and talking to me about, hey, here's some tips on, on writing a book. Here's some tips of what I did. Here's what worked for me. And I think that's the key to the audience that, that there's nothing wrong with just picking up the phone or emailing somebody and asking, you know, ask, ask, ask. Because the worst thing that happened is they don't answer you back or they say no. But in many cases, like you did, you responded back and we talked on the phone and there was the beginning of a relationship. Right. And I'm sure there's hundreds and thousands of people out there that are watching this saying, you know what, that's what happened to me. And I have a really good friend because of that right now. Right. Absolutely.
I want I mentioned earlier in the broadcast that we had a special gift for the people listening to the end. Chris, you want to uh, share that with them? Well, uh, if you would, uh, if you go to theoryof5.com and you enter uh, gift 21. So gift 21, the book will be free and all you would do is pay for the shipping of it. So gift 21 uh, on theoryof5.com and I will have a copy, a signed copy uh, sent to your home or to your place of work. Wonderful. Also, I will be in a few weeks. We'll be once we edit this and everything. We'll be uh, distributing this back out again, and in the distribution, we will have a link to the website that Chris is talking about, so that if you want to get the book, which I highly recommend, you can. And I'm, um, I'm confident that anyone who reads the book, I'm confident you will love it. I'm confident you will look at it. I'm confident you will say, you know what, that makes sense. Maybe I didn't think about it that way. And that you will look at your life and say, you know what, what am I going to do to make sure that I have that I have the life and have the best life and I could focus on making sure. So a lot of this in here is common sense. It's right. just that sometimes common sense isn't that common. And isn't it just has common. to be reminded to somebody to say, you know what, and uh, there my heart and soul I put into this book and I'm confident I, I guarantee you, you will love reading it. Fantastic. Chris, again, I'd like to thank you for being our guest today on It's the Car Business. You can watch us on YouTube and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. And I want to thank our sponsor, Mailwright International, for uh, having this show. Chris, you and I will be in touch soon. And well, thank you uh, very much a, for inviting me. I really appreciate it. It's been a real pleasure. I, I've enjoyed it immensely. Really, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Okay, guys. Thank we'll you for watching. You. Okay, thank you. Right, bye.